three, two, one. Push. Wow. Oh my God, that's cold. Welcome back to You Bet Your Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I'm Miles, the You Bet Your Guy, here with Ryan, the T-shirt guy. Today we have an interview with Charlie Barons, the Wisconsin man, comedian himself. Um, so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh yeah, betcha, yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 41 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. As Miles said, we have uh, we have a special interview today with Charlie Barons, the um, the Midwest man, the Manitowoc Minute, correct, Miles? Manitowoc Minute. We talked a little bit about like how you pronounce that on the on the podcast, so you hear that later. But yeah, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Okay. So we're gonna talk Charlie Barons. Um, we're also gonna talk uh, about Miles's recent deer hunting experience. Yes. We covered a lot on that last week. Um, so we're just gonna touch on how the weekend went, um, the mood that Miles came into the bunker today um, in, and uh, we're gonna get into that kind of stuff. I'm excited to hear about the weekend, Miles. Yeah. Okay. So we might as well just start there, right? (laughs) We might as well just get into it. But before we get into that, Ryan, we got to talk about a few people that help us make this podcast possible, right? So in front of us today, we have the Blue Liquid Ice. Um, Liquid Ice is an energy drink company based here in the Midwest. Um, They have been around. um, They've been in business for 16 years and they're growing every year. Um, they're distributed all over the Midwest. Um, you can see, get them at gas stations. You can get them at different um, grocery stores, depending on where you're at. Um, they are a phenomenal energy drink. They taste good. They give you the boost energy you need. And uh, it really, the, the part that I think we love the most is they go great in a mixer. They just fantastic. Mix, they mix well with alcohol for shots, whether it's cocktails or shots, you name it. So today in front of us, we have the blue um, liquid ice energy drink, which will share a few of the different uh, types of the mixers, uh, cocktails, cocktails it goes well with. So uh, before that, we got to get this baby open. Ice, ice, baby. I dun, just dun, sprayed dun, all dun, over dun, you. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. Oh, yeah. See, Miles. Oh, this is so good. This is the liquid ice that I am most familiar with. Yeah, I am uh, as well. Last week we tried the orange. The orange was great. But blue, I would say blue is the most common liquid ice you'll see in bars. Um, and I think that they have it on here as this is the one I think you have the most. Yes. Um, it's called the black and blue. Okay. So it's liquid ice blue with berry and citrus liquor. Okay. Which is, I think, the shot that you end up getting the most at the bar, right? See, I'm a I'm a Chuck Norris guy. I, I go Chuck Norris um, Liquid Ice Blue, which we're drinking right now, and um, UV Cherry. Yeah. Berry. Berry. Okay. Okay. So same well, thing. Just yeah, different citru- name. Yeah, whatever. Yep. So I think that that's the one that uh, you get most at the bar. Um, you know, just a few examples. The, the Jaeger um, Ice Bomb Liquid Ice and just a Jaeger Bomb. Ooh. Purple nipple is what this one is. Liquid <laughs> ice, blue, raspberry vodka, and cranberry juice. Yep. Um, the paradise ice, liquid ice blue, which is what we have. 
spice rum and coconut rum. That sounds good on the pontoon. Um, the South Pole, which is probably pretty good for Ooh. right now because it's been cold out. Liquid ice blue and whiskey. Ooh. I'm gonna have to try. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to try that later. Yeah. So they have a bunch of phenomenal drinks um, that you can mix your liquid ice with, and that brings me to my next point: is that um, if you own a bar or you um, know someone owns a bar and they don't have liquid ice in their bar to mix with their shots with their uh, different boozes and all that at their bar, then you need to get your hands on liquid ice. Um, I know that where I'm at, there's a lot of bars that uh, that have it, and and I think that it is a great thing to have. Um, so they're very mixable. There's a lot of flavor in them, and uh, there's a little kick of energy. One other thing that they have going on this month is they're doing weekly giveaways. Boom. And uh, for the month of November, and all you have to do is tag five of your friends in any of their posts, um, and they announce a winner every Friday. So go to their social media posts, tag five of your friends. It enters you to win some prizes. Um, they announce it every Friday. Um, they also have events going on throughout the Midwest. So just be following their pages. Um, follow their pages and... Uh, Make sure that you're keeping up to date with their stuff because they hand out free stuff at these events all the time, giving out samples. Um, yeah, and, and you can get a taste of this. Such ice, ice, baby. Miles, the best thing about going to like a trade show or an expo or whatever where they're giving out free energy drinks yep. is this is how I play it out in my mind. I say, okay, so if I get three free energy drinks, that's three less times that I need to go to the gas station this week, which is probably a good thing for me because, yep. you know, I, I there's a gas station really close to my house. It's very dangerous. But if I have what I need um, going into the next two, three days, no gas station run for me. That makes sense. I love free energy drinks. I love energy drinks in general. Um, they've been helping out really good with the previous t-shirt runs we've been doing. Yeah. They've been cranking stuff out miles. They've been fueling the t-shirts. And, um, again, you can find all of the, all of the liquid ice stuff at, at most gas stations or grocery stores, but you can also find them on Amazon, um, get them delivered right to your house. It's a great way to, uh, get some liquid ice in you stock up to get some ice, ice, baby. (laughs) And, um, we'd also like to say thank you to dry duck, um, they are a new sponsor of ours. I'm wearing a vest right now with theirs, the hat as well. Ryan has a few items. Um, they are a phenomenal uh, company that I would say that they make really awesome workwear. Yes. And stuff for the the Midwest guy that likes to be fashionable but also comfortable at the same time. This This vest comes like already broken in you know you can get a lot of canvas vests or canvas jackets and they're like really tough to begin with these guys are already broken in um and like we said before they sent me a package and i was very impressed that i wanted to partner with them and maybe get some you betcha dry duck gear which again stay tuned for that um hopefully at the end of the month we'll have something for you there um but dry duck um like I said, workwear brand that's focused on providing comfortable, durable gear to get you from work to weekend, which I think that that best describes that's you great, betcha. Miles. Yep. I think that we are always going from work to weekend. Yep. Um, yeah, I love that. And uh, they're based in the Midwest. So you, so you know that you're getting that uh, you're getting that Midwest extra little touch on everything. And, and you can really tell with talking to them and, and um, 
and working with them, I can, I can definitely see the Midwest roots. Um, you can go find all of their products at dryduck.com. That's D-R-I-D-U-C-K.com. Oh, liquid ice and bush burp. <laughs> you can use promo code you betcha with no space. So Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A for 15% off on their website. You can get hats. You could get um I know they have a lot of like uh, uh, jackets yep. and, and stuff for winter because it's getting cold out there. So go check out what they have on their website. You will not be disappointed if you're looking for some new work wear. Work wear. Work <laughs> wear. They are a perfect company to check out and uh, buy some stuff from. Miles. <sighs> okay, let's get into my weekend here. I was just You knew right where I was going with that. Um, Miles, <laughs> tell me about your weekend. It was frustrating, Ryan. <laughs> As you can probably tell by now, yep. after that comment, I did not get a deer. I think it's that's my third year in a row without a deer, which oh. is tough to swallow. Um, I sat outside in 15-degree weather for probably a total of 20 hours this weekend, mm-hmm. just trying to make it happen. Um, didn't happen. I, I saw quite a few deer. Okay. Good start. I probably had a two a, a shot at two of them. Okay. One was a smaller doe, which hindsight, and it wasn't small, it was average. I should have shot that one. Okay. But it was on the first day, <clears throat> late morning, you know, you're still That's hopeful tough, at that point, you yeah. know. Um, and then later that day, I saw a, uh, what I would call a spike buck. Sure. That has, you know, the rack is very small. It, the body was probably smaller than the doe that I saw. <laughs> yeah. And it walked up to me. Um, and uh, I, I love it when, like, you're sitting there and they're walking towards you and they lift their head up. And then when they do that, you're like, you don't move a single <laughs> yeah. muscle. And, like, you just hold your breath. like, <sighs> And then it just becomes a stare off yeah. um, between you and them. And if they stare for a while, then you're like going, getting blue in the face because you're holding your breath. Yep. Then they turn away. You breathe again. You try to get your gun up. I passed on that one. Um, I just thought that it was too small and yeah. and not like that. I like think I you know whatever. It's like a deer is a deer, but right. Like I said, the body was definitely smaller than the other doe. I should have shot the doe. He yeah. He deserves to live another year. Yeah. Maybe another maybe five grass. years. But here's the sad part, Ryan. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure another person I was hunting with, <laughs> that deer, after it w- walked away, yeah. it walked right out of the woods and walked right to uh, uh, the guy we hunt with is sitting in like a field. So he gets them running across <laughs> and he just blasted the thing. So, so Miles, that deer ended up in the back of the truck. Yeah, so that one didn't make it to another year. But uh, what happened was, um, you know what the guy said that was with us? We tried to blame why he shot that deer. <laughs> what did he say? Ah, that was a gene pool shot. Oh, <laughs> it's just the horns were going straight up. They weren't a nice wide rack. And yeah. so we don't want that gene pool in the, in the community. So yeah. miles, you guys, you, you stood by the tailgate, you admired the deer and, you know, good job. You know, you filled your tag. Everyone walked away and, and, and you stayed for a little bit. And here's what, here's what happened. You went up to that little guy and you said, Hey buddy, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. This had to happen. I, I tried, I tried my hardest and I just didn't try hard enough. I so, wasn't there for you when you needed me. I was not there. We had there. a moment in the woods together. We stared deeply into each other's eyes. And you put your hand right on his right on his his hair. He said What did I say? <laughs> I said He said, I'm rep- sorry, buddy. I said, 
I love rest, you. Rest in dear heaven. I love rest you. R.I.P. Um, and then you close I, your eyes. I'm gonna go, and then I said, I'm gonna go try and shoot one of your brothers or sisters. Yes. And I didn't. So, yeah, that was basically the extent of it. The second day was really crappy. It was so cold. I like. It was so cold. It was unbelievable. Here's um, the thing that was really cold, but your dad was sitting on his stand, thermos full of coffee, no hat on. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> was he actually I don't here? know what time okay. he went back to the truck to warm up, but I'm sure it was. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, dad. Oh, um, that is frustrating, man, because like you said, you're, you're, um, you and myself, we go out once a weekend, you know, we make a four day weekend out of it. Um, thinking that you can shoot one yeah, deer in and, four days. And I believe like I, I'm able to, sh- to go again this weekend, but yep. I'm out of town, so I can't. Yep. So you plan it for one weekend. I had, two, that's it. I had two days to get it done. I couldn't get it done. <sighs> it's okay. It's all right. Hey, we'll, Miles, uh, we, there's always next there's year. There's always next year. Um, and then I got pheasant hunting coming up and that's Ooh. where that's, I love, I like pheasant hunting more than I like deer hunting. So I'm we were talking about this doing a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh the element of surprise with pheasants is a lot, uh, a lot better with deer because you can't think as much. Yeah. And I get bored really fast. So if I'm sitting there for, you know, four or five hours at a time, just in the woods by myself, I get so bored and antsy and, uh, did I pay the electricity bill yeah. last month? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the five stages is honestly, uh, if you haven't seen our five stages video, go check it out on our Facebook or YouTube or wherever. Um, that's that's honestly like not far off of how it goes other than I remember my you gun. You remembered your gun. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, but yeah, yeah, it, uh, it didn't, it just, you're, are you going hunting this weekend? I am. Yeah. I'm leaving Thursday. So, uh, that should tell all of you guys there's no merch available right now, but we're cooking up some stuff for late November. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like some couple big days in November that people sell stuff. So we're going to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, whatever that's called. Um, so I'm heading out this weekend, Miles, and uh, my buddy who I go with, uh, he's kind of my guide out there. He knows the area really well. Must be tough um, having a guide. Yeah, so he uh, he tagged out he tagged out today. Um, so he's going to be the so official guide. So he's just guide. only going to be helping you. Yeah, he's been out there since last Thursday. So he's he's going to be out there for like a week and a half um, after we leave. So Miles, I hope my luck is a little bit better. I hope we can get another nice little European mount are you gonna, to replace Billy Bass up here. Are you going to learn from me and? Um, shoot a doe if you see one. No, because North Dakota, uh, I have a tag in North Dakota. I believe you had one in Minnesota. Yeah, do you just have... You can do either or. I'd only have a buck tag. Oh, and that, that eliminates so, half your options. That's exactly. kind of nice. Um, so what, do you do if, what if you do if you see a, a medium to small size buck, though? I pass. Oh, For sure. I'm at passer. that stage in my life where I, I've... Oh, you're, not, you're not so old, break. Ryan. Jesus. <laughs> um, God, it must be tough being 25 years old, yeah. Ryan. We'll, we'll see. It might be a management weekend. It might be a, a weekend to hold out for a nice one, but uh, that is kind of determined in the heat of the moment, and I never know what that answer is going to be. I, I agree with you. Yeah. it's Okay, well, it, okay so usually, though, when I pass and like I should have shot it, I usually have that feeling like, pretty soon after I pass on it. I didn't feel that this weekend. Okay. So I feel good about my weekend. I did everything I could. Yep. Yeah. It just didn't work out, but <laughs> yeah, it uh, just didn't work out. Yeah. So you well, next week we'll have to talk about if you got anything, Ryan. Yeah. We'll talk about my hunting um, experience. It'll be interesting. Yeah. And, uh, 
So we've uh, we've had a lot of videos lately do pretty well. We've had the millennial versus baby boomer dads. Um, we did the five stages of deer hunting. Yep. And then today we actually just put out guys in a small town bar, which was a spinoff of the original bit here on the podcast of, you know, you're in a small town bar when. And so that was fun to do that. We did it with Charlie Barron's. Um, he is very fun to work with because um, me and him are we have a lot of improv work together mm-hmm. um we say the lines that we need to right away and then we keep rolling after that and we that's actually where we got some of the bits for the video like oh, for just for example like a little behind the scenes thing is when we uh had baxter the dog come get the beef jerky that i yeah. dropped we did not have that planned at all it was completely uh improvised and uh we just kept rolling with the bit and it turned out pretty good so if you haven't seen that video um go check that out on facebook or youtube and we shot a couple other videos that will be being released here in the next month or weeks or whatever um so you have to be looking for that too charlie is um becoming a friend of mine i mean that's cool. the cool yeah. part about what we do is um you get to meet people you would never meet otherwise um and uh yeah, I was really excited to do. I've I've thought about doing this small town bar video for a long time, and uh, the stars kind of aligned for us to do it, and we ended up at a small town bar, and so it worked. And uh, we were at Dick's Bar and Grill. Dick's doesn't get much more small town bar name than that. No, and uh, they were great hosts, and so we thank everyone at Dick's for having us. Um, and uh yeah so i got an interview here with charlie it was fun to hear both of the voices that he has yeah no he uh does not always talk like he does in his videos <laughs> and uh so yeah here's uh our interview with charlie barons all right guys i would love to welcome onto the podcast now charlie barons from wisconsin say what's up charlie what's up charlie thanks oh, for yeah. having me on no, oh, say really, what's up? Yeah. Hey, dear folks, how you doing? Uh, I almost said how you going, but that's not the question you asked. This is Charlie, the host of Man Walk Minute, the most trusted new show in all of the Midwest. We just narrowly beat out them Russians. How you doing? Miles, thanks for having us on the, uh, the, the channel. And by us, I mean me and then me. Two Charlies for the price of one. So line. you're literally like the Two Face on I the Batman so. series. Yeah, a bit. that's uh, thank you. I'm I'm glad someone finally found my <laughs> my spirit animal. Well, yeah. So that was my next question was going to be after how you doing was how do you pronounce it? Uh, Mandwalk minute. Mandwalk. <laughs> I want to say like so, Manitowoc. Yeah, no, it- Manitowoc definitely. I think I you, you kind of like Mandwalk. You, you kind of like throw a D in there yeah. if you say it fast fast that was very wisconsin pronunciation yeah. so tell the people a little bit about yourself how you got into what you do yeah and how you got into it so uh the man minute actually started i was doing news i was doing news all around the country and um and then i started uh doing stand-up comedy i was actually so i was in los angeles i had yep. done news in like dallas dc south carolina Los Angeles. Everywhere I was doing news, I had the same criticism, which is you sound like you have an accent. You know, like <laughs> I don't what know is what you a mean. bubbler? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. 
<laughs> you never you never noticed that guy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I created this character doing stand up then who instead of like um, trying to get rid of the accent. Right. Who instead of got the voice coach to get rid of the uh, accent ended up doubling down on everything people said was wrong about him. And that's where the man talk minute came in. And so you start posting that online after you did it as a stand up bit. Yep. Um, and you fast forward to today, you've been creating video content just like we do. Yep. Um, and growing a following, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first video and, and before I, you know, I don't know totally about your rise, but I would imagine before your first video really took off, you had a bunch of other videos that were like, oh, that's OK. Oh, that's, oh, that's not cute. so great. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my mom liked that one. Cool. Yeah. You know, so you have a lot of videos like that. And then one video just sort of source now for you wasn't your first video to take off the uh the one with spy cow yeah oh, so i man. got i joke that i get like i got the full internet experience on the first video <laughs> i know just all haters. the love all the hate <laughs> yeah. it yeah. was you i got called all the names under the book and it isn't crazy it. Yeah. over beer you yeah know? so you're from wisconsin yes and so you know all about spotted cow oh yeah, yeah do you yeah. like spotted cow i do like spotted cow i mean i i, I think spotted cow is a good beer you you know, I mean, look, for me, beer is beer, to be honest. I'll drink yeah. anything. Yeah. Know? No, I, I'm i okay with that. My my motto is I don't care what beer you drink. Just don't be a snob about right. it. Right. No, and I feel that. Yeah. I feel so, that. Um, yeah, you're from Wisconsin. You grew up in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how Charlie goes from being the news guy mm -hmm. to now, like, is it tough to separate your two characters essentially well I, I mean a little bit but i've i've had i've been doing to i've been touring now for a couple of years and so in, in every tour any mantuag man show there's like part of the mantuag man the mantuag man character and then there's just part of me doing straight stand-up you know and i come from a straight stand-up background uh where you know i i st i went from news to stand-up and i was just doing normal stand-up without the character yep. and the character came along so it's all i love that you just <laughs> bang, bang the my mic on, on the bush light, yeah. yeah so i mean it, it's uh it's been a cool journey it's been fun but as far as separating me from the other me it's it's just always felt a little bit natural because like i yeah. grew up actually talking with kind of a thicker accent and well, so, so I like to say that me as the bush light guy is yeah. just like a caricature of who I am. Right. It's right. It's not like it's not true of how I am and, and all that. It's just blown out of proportion Ex a little bit, yeah, right? Exaggerated for the purposes of comedy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So obviously you're in stand up game. Mm hmm. Was that tough right at the beginning? Because you hear everyone talk about stand up yeah. is like, like just. Getting started is the toughest part because you get a lot of jokes that don't hit sure. until you kind of hit your final stride there. But yeah, I how was it for you? So for I mean, for me, it was a journey, obviously. Like, I remember the first time I went up uh, doing stand up, I totally bombed. And I was like, <laughs> I love that. oh, that's how it man. should be, right? I, well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> totally bombed. And then uh, I didn't go up for another six months. And honestly, that was the worst Mis I, mean, I made plenty of terrible mistakes, but that was a mistake, you know. Um, bombing is a very natural part of stand-up comedy. It's a great part of stand-up comedy uh, because if you have the ability to walk up on stage in front of a bunch of people you don't know, talk about stuff and have them just look at you with a straight face it's even worse than booing it's just silence oh i believe that you know and yeah. you just have to stand because you can react to booing 
but it's tough to react to just dead silence. You can spin a boo into a it, joke. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Silence, you just have to keep digging until you find something, you know? So, and uh, I, I enjoy it, um, but I think that, it, I guess it's tough to a certain degree, but if you get up and you do it enough, it's not rocket science, you know? Yeah. People can do it. You can get into a groove and, yeah. and know what, well, I suppose knowing the audience helps a lot too. Yeah, knowing your audience, uh, but you definitely in stand-up, you get into a bunch of situations where you're jumping on a buddy show or you're doing five minutes here, 10 minutes there. The audience is just who is ever there. Yeah. So you really have to find that quick. You have to have a few jokes that you know will hit. Yeah. And then you kind of go from there. Yeah. You know? So. For sure. So this is our today. We are at Dick's yes. Bar and Grill here in Hudson, Wisconsin. It's a beautiful establishment, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I give you the Yelp review, but you know, demand walk minute review. I'll tell you what they got about three bars here. Okay, and right over here on the wall, you got to show it. Okay, in case you can't, it's fine. They got a Tina Tuna band playing. Okay, it's miraculous. They got. Uh, you know, that's a Tina Turner. That's a play on words. It's really fantastic. Oh, oh is that what that that's is? That's what so. that is. I'm just defining for the audience. Uh, and for those who can't see it, it's literally Tina Turner as a tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. Well, how do you say it's literally Tina Tuna? No, but Tina Turner. It's literally We've Tina Turner. We've had some tuna. beers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So today we're hanging out at Dick's. Um, we shot a couple videos today. So. Yeah. I don't know if the one that we posted yesterday when this comes out, I don't know how it all works out, but there should be two videos. So you should look for it. If one isn't posted yet, it will be. Um, But uh, basically we were drinking, having a good time, hanging out. um, And what I found really funny is we found this bar dicks and it is like fit the bill perfectly for the small town bar. And the podcast, one of our best bits on here is, you know you're in a small town bar yeah. when, and the first one off the bat on my brain is, you know you're in a small town bar when you have Tina Tuna <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> you are not going to see that anywhere else. No, um, no, yeah, that that, uh, that definitely wins. Yeah, so uh, another thing that I thought was hilarious is in the video, um, I don't know if it made it in or not, but it was, they have $2.50 pizzas here. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, okay, one what yeah two let's actually reshoot this and put it in the video (laughs) so it was that part of the of the video was actually something that happened here um but then it organically came out that they also have free popcorn so that just i mean it's tough to compete with two dollar and fifty cent pizza but free popcorn definitely does the deal it is good pizza though it's worth the 250 if you guys get <laughs> it is i mean well worth the there are people uh, who charge quarters yeah there are people who charge uh 250 for a slice so this is a steal uh yeah there are people who charge about seven dollars for a so, slice and some what do you love about small town bars charlie uh what i mean okay what i love about the small town bars is the fact that like at two o'clock today one o'clock you were like yeah think you can get a bar for this bit i wrote and i was like let me try <laughs> yeah and here we are yeah you know like it's um it's cool that it, yeah for those of you who think that this is an elaborate uh scheme that we're running and plan way ahead and all that no. literally today at 1 p.m i said hey can we get a small town bar <laughs> hey we're gonna need that bar yeah. i'm like all right well, give them a call <laughs> and then uh yeah and they were like call back at two 
you know, mm-hmm. they, they didn't even give me a, a dead yes right away. So <laughs> even though I tried to, I tried to drop some names, you know, it's like uh, guy from Demand Walk <laughs> Minutes coming. They're like, who? I was like, uh, shoot. OK, uh, do you bet you guys coming there? Like, OK, you can have the bar. I was like, all right. God. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, but I, my whole stick is drinking beer. So they uh, love me here. I, it's, <laughs> it's kind of my thing. You know, I'd be like. Uh, if I went to Wisconsin and like went to a news station and dropped the you betcha guy there and be like, I don't yeah, know. But I'm not sure about him. But yeah. The man talk man guy. Yeah. We've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. Is know what, your audience. So is that what, uh, all of the local news, uh, anchors sound like, uh, you know, what's funny is, uh, <laughs> in Wisconsin. No, 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 no. But we did, when I was a kid, I grew up going very up, far up north Wisconsin. And that's probably one of the earliest inspirations for the bit because you're, you're sitting there watching the news and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Because it's, you know, I mean, it's literally my character. It's like, <laughs> so today there was construction on I 94, you know, going right up there past uh, or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, wow. Wow, this, this is, great. is real. And then the thing with local news is like, some like it's not just hard Midwest accents you get you get hard Southern accents because in local news you travel all over the country yeah. like I was doing news in Dallas for a little bit so throwing a Midwest accent in the middle of Dallas that I was something imagine, special yeah but likewise you get you know probably doing the Rhinelander news or something you get someone from the south because basically it's like smaller markets and it's people trying to get out their news yeah, trying to get their name you know? out there get yeah, a, get, yeah. A, get a portfolio get going. some reps going yeah, yeah. A portfolio real yeah well, I, I, that was very uh very ad, very dominant John Draper of you, you know, got to get your portfolio going. Wow, you know? I look like John Draper. Ah, well, I wouldn't say so, that, so but you, you know, you said you sound like Don Draper, and my brain goes, I look like Don Draper. So Wait, thank you for that great. Did compliment. I say you sound like him? Oh no. my god, I think we've had too many beers yeah. for this podcast. Yeah, we're we're only four beers deep. We're is doing that all right. it? Yeah. Well, that's you know, it well, is. A I don't Monday. know if we can call yours beer, but um, oh, here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. I, uh, I couldn't go the whole podcast without mentioning yeah, no, the fact I know. that you're drinking a. Miller Light. I know. I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to Bush Light. Honestly, That's I'm not good. opposed to any of it. Because otherwise, I'd probably <laughs> kick you off right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, no. I I like Bush Light just as much as I like Miller Light or whatever. You yeah. Know. Um. So we shot another video today about uh, Ubering and lifting. Yeah. As a Midwest person. Yeah. Um. I. <sighs> What's funny is if you really want to dive in the Midwest, it's like, do they even have Uber I know, and Lyft? I know. I was thinking about that, too. I but was thinking about that, too. What's funny is if someone was going to do an Uber and Lyft <laughs> in the small town, yeah. they wouldn't like really go through the app. They would just tell everyone they're going to Uber and Lyft and then do what we did today of write Uber and Lyft <laughs> in the dirt that's on the side of the, the dirt in the and salt, salt yeah, yeah, on the side of the car. So would be like, oh, this will work. My, I'm not getting service, but this just appeared. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. What the heck's going on here? Hey, you looking for service? Well, I, I'm what you're looking for. The, you know? uh, the guy's sitting at the end of the bar having a few beers and like someone's like, oh, I need a ride home. He's like. I'll Uber you home, and they're like, I don't even have Uber. What's- yeah, what? How, how do we do it? Well, that that is the interesting thing is um, a lot of times when you are doing it, if the town doesn't have a lot of it, you're waiting 20 minutes for your ride. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And you're, of course, this time of year, especially, you're waiting in the freezing cold. One time so- when I was in Joyce, Iowa, doing a, a bar takeover, the 
there was one Uber driver that just had the number passed around the community. And so we were like, well, you know, we all would like to drink, but we need a driver. They're like, don't worry about it. We're going to call so-and-so. It's the only Lyft driver That's in like the entire funny. area. So the person had a total monopoly on the, on the Lyft driving abilities. And so. at that point, you just need to say you're a Lyft driver because you can't like request or you can't just have someone come and then the, the driver can't connect with no. you. So you have to request it. And then so you like <laughs> literally have to call him to be in the area to receive the hey, call. I need, you to, I need you to drive about oh 10 miles gosh. my way and then you can I accept know. it. I feel like we should redo the whole sketch now. <laughs> yeah. God, that's yeah. well, part two. We'll yeah. do it for part we'll do two. Part two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that uh, today was fun. It, it's always fun to get together with people that are doing the same stuff that we're doing. Um, bouncing ideas off of each other. We write scripts, but then, you know, half of it comes out as we get together and bounce back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I like that part of the creative process where, like, you know, uh, we've done this a couple times now and, and, like, write a script. Actually, typically, I'll write a script, and then uh, you won't write a script. <laughs> I <laughs> and the videos do about the same. You I have had bullet, bullet points. points exactly, okay? exactly. But then uh, that's okay because the best part, that I've found with write a script or don't is like in the improv. Because then you find out like it's just BSing is when you find out the real jokes. Yeah, you know? or you're sitting there and you find out that the pizzas are $2.50. And we're like, oh my God, this, this might be the best bit in the whole video. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't even write it. You right. Because that, that's the thing. It's just, I feel like what we do like has some journalistic ties in, in a very loose sense. I hope my professor from college isn't watching this. Like, <laughs> what the hell it does? But um, the journalistic aspect is just basically the observational part of it. Yes. The observational part of comedy is so much of our jokes are just real things. Things that happen and we just like accentuate them a little bit. Well, I joke with my family when we go out to a bar like this and I'm drinking and they're like, oh, you know, like you got it easy, man. I'm like, no, no, no. Right now I'm working. I'm observing <laughs> I'm everyone doing in here. Research. I'm doing yeah. research so that I can have a living here. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, people don't realize you're always on the clock. Yeah, I know. I listen, know. Listen to us creators complaining I, about how we're yeah, always on the clock. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I know. But it, it's a lot of fun, though. It's because also I think like once you start creating, and um, once you like walk down that road, you just you just open up to a lot more things. You pay attention to a lot more well, things. Well, we were joking know? earlier that, well, one, you see everything as an opportunity for a video. Yeah. I yeah. see, you know, how I the people... I do a bit way, out of that. Yeah, yeah. How the way people park out there, you're I, thinking, how could I do a video about yeah, it? Yeah. You, we joked about how we can't just like go on vacation anymore because we're like, oh, this is going to be a good change up to the content we're doing because it's a new scenery exactly, and all that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think it's, I think like there's good to have some separation. Like I have some friends who are just straight up like influencers or whatever which has to be hang on i'm gonna burp can i do that on well we call them bush burps so i don't know what they call them from the miller light world i just did it internally so that's like sneezing internally it's one that it i'll did probably your body I just, reabsorb it yeah i just took years <laughs> off my life i should just let it fly <laughs> i didn't want to be rude and is here it gonna I am. come out the end other end later probably that's how this works it's Ugh. math um but no i have some friends that are like uh influencers so that a lot of their stuff is like photos or whatever so they have to keep like finding new exciting i don't know fo- so a lot of their stuff is about like where they are not necessarily yeah. that so that's the cool thing though about comedy is like honestly to a certain degree doesn't matter where you are you can find something funny about yeah, it like today we're like how does the background look and we're like 
exactly how it's supposed perfect. to look. Yeah. yeah, we have Tina Tuna, on the, on the, <laughs> Tina Tuna, yeah. uh, Packers logo in the background, and a bunch of small TVs hung on the wall. It, it's perfect. It's you can't perfect. ask for anything more. Yeah. Well, cool, man. We'll uh, wrap up the interview here, but I just want you to use this opportunity here to plug any of your shows coming up. Oh, any, sweet. Yeah. Any stuff that you got going on? Okay, just cool. Tell the well, audience uh, where they can find you uh, and all that. We're, we're, right now, we're doing like the definitely unofficial Packers tour, so we're going to all the away games. We're also, as part of that, um, going to Minneapolis, doing a show in Bloomington, actually. How's the comedy? Bloomington. Uh, which... I think you should come to, honestly. I think you should. You keep twisting my arm. I think and I'll you should do there. a little stand up or something. Oh, I think you We've should do something. We talked about this on the podcast before about how, like, I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know if it's, it's for me. Okay, listen, if anyone in your audience is interested in doing stand up, here's like, here are the cliff notes. Just write 25 facts about yourself and then try to write punchlines after that. And you so, should be able to get so, like three okay, minutes. Okay, write one punchline for me here. Okay, okay. Give me a fact about yourself. I. Only drink Bush Light. Oh, jeez. I knew we were starting there. Um, <laughs> That's all I think about. Yeah. Well, see, now where my brain is going is I'm going to start. Uh, I only drink Bush Light, uh, which means I'm a well-hydrated person. You know, like, you there know, you so it's. Uh, uh, we got one guy over here. That's he laughing likes it. it. He likes it. It's okay. Yeah, but it's he's, okay. I think he actually is the plant that you brought along. <laughs> I, I, I did. That's I bring his, a plant to every comedy and show. And he just planted him. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll workshop we'll talk that. About about that, but I, I'm gonna plan to see for your audience. I hope yeah. they encourage you in the comments to do it. I'm sure, but you should will. come to that show either way. It should be fun. We just sold out one show, so now nice. we have Congrats. two shows. So now you have two chances to do <laughs> All right. some yeah. your hot five. Um, yeah, that was the most Wisconsin way to say hot. hot five. Your hot five. There, your hot God. five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What else you got going on? You got any? Um, uh, yeah, we are. Uh, you know, doing this tour, working on the next tour, obviously. So testing a lot of material. Uh, and then just, you know, videos coming out and, uh, that's, that's the deal. You and know, where can they follow you on those? Oh yes. Uh, so man, 12 minute or Charlie Barron's, uh, at Charlie Barron's on all the Twitters, Facebooks, whatever at man, 12 minute, uh, both of those. So yeah. Thank you for having me on. This was yeah, fun. It's been fun. Ryan's going to be jealous. The other guy, the host I have with. Yeah. Ryan's great. No, I want you. I yeah. want you. Podcast. He, yeah. He Ryan, loves the t-shirt Stormy guy. Cromer and you got the Stormy oh, Cromer man. hat on. Yeah. He's gonna I be know. Like, you guys got to go visit their plant over in uh ironwood all right yeah we'll, uh, we'll have to do that one yeah. of these days check it out they'd love it sign their wall and the whole deal oh yeah okay yeah you can if there's a wall to sign there's I'll be a wall there. to sign you yeah. should go and i yeah for sure it. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah for sure well oh, yeah. i suppose uh <laughs> well you know, sure well you know, <laughs> you know anywho uh <laughs> I got to maybe uh, yeah. get going. The old yeah, wife no, ball yeah. and chains yeah, calling. You, you get know? going then. You get going. I'll, but uh, you know what? Tell, tell her I says hi. Yeah, okay, I'll tell you her know. say hi. Uh, and uh, hey, we got some extra pizza here, though. Take that home to her. You know, she you might be hungry. I should take that home. No, honest, Cripes, I think you should take that home. Uh, you know, I got I'm a lot of. I'm already really full. And well, if you're full, that's fine. But honestly, we got a lot of pizza here. And, you know, I've been eating pizza for a long, long number of years. Honestly, I, more years than you. So I think it's only fair that you take that why, home. Why don't we just split it down the middle we'll call it even How's you know that sound? Uh, okay fine if you, if okay. you want to do that but this part that's bit off the part that's bit off i'll take that okay because but, but i'm the one who bit off uh, i no, well honestly i insist that i take the half bit part even if you bit that because honestly i've been on this earth longer i bit more pizza than you i just i think that's only fair okay so. okay i'll take the uh, you take it okay I'll, yeah. all right yeah sure yeah, you go ahead okay 
Ma'am, can we get a box if if there's enough time? Yeah, just whenever. Doesn't have to be now. Yeah. No, it can sure it can be later. It okay. can be a baggie too. You don't yeah. even have to, have to be a fine. box. Honest, yeah. Honestly, we can just we can just just give a pizza cutter. I can, I can put it in one of my pockets. Sure. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. We we both have pockets. I no, don't, don't worry about it. Far drive. I'm just down the road. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Okay. Tell your mom I said hi. Okay. Bye. Well, yeah. I suppose we should. I. <laughs> we go on extended and on this and on. thing for the people listening are so confused. <laughs> oh, they're what's done. Going on. Yeah. They're done. But, they left. Uh, they left when we uh, <laughs> at, were asking for a doggy bag. So. We could, like honestly, though, when we were filming, it was tough to like cut it off because I felt like we could just keep doing it over and over. I know. Bit. And you're like, oh my god, I have to edit I this and all this footage. Jeez. Yeah, but uh, thanks for coming on, Dude, Charlie. You're very always, fun. I always have always a great blast. time. Oh, how uh, are we gonna f- mess up that handshake? We um, we even need a close up on that handshake. It should be called "How White Guys Shake Hands." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's yeah. right there. Yeah. No, no, how white guy, white guys trying to act cool. Yeah, handshake. white guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but just, uh, cheers, right. man. Hey, cheers. Even though you're drinking Miller Lite, Even, yeah, you know, it's beer, always a pleasure. Beer is beer. It's beer flavored beer. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh my god, that's also cold. <laughs> <laughs> Good right. times, man. All right. All right, Ryan, that was our interview with Charlie Barons. Um, we had a great time uh, yesterday is what it was, so that's how quick the turnaround was. But uh, on our break here, we realized that we forgot to turn on the Bush Light neon sign in the back, so Boom. let's get that baby on. Now we're actually live. We are actually live now. So all that other stuff was apparently just behind-the-scenes stuff you guys saw. <laughs> now we're actually live. Um, I knew something was a little off. Um, it just felt dark in here. Yeah, it felt yeah. dark. It felt, uh, well, it felt really warm in here. And we turned that sign on now. It's about to get real nice and cold, the bush yeah, light neon sign. The coldest sign. neon sign. It's, it's the coldest neon sign in all the Midwest. It's actually made out of dry ice. Yeah. So we just turned the dry ice on in the <laughs> in the sign. Yeah. So that was, uh, I knew the mojo was off a little bit. So yeah. now we're back. We're back in a big, big way here. Um. What I find um, funny about Charlie's uh, characters, yeah, is good that way to put it. He, uh, it's just it would be so tough to have to like, ha- like have that extreme of thing, like his accent. Yep. Like even the stuff where I'm acting like a dad and I kind of talk like this, it's like not that much different than my regular voice. Correct. Whereas for him, it's it's quite the thing and. Just to be able to Bushburg oh, like talk about that, talk like that in like oh god, Bush Burp again. Wow. That was, second one was a liquid ice burp. Yeah. <laughs> That's there we go. We're drinking yeah. double fist in here. Um but ice, ice, baby. But okay. Be able to talk like that for sentence after sentence after sentence without like really taking a breath, I find very difficult because he like you tried it. Dis, dare, whatever, like yeah. all that stuff. I just can't. Yeah. Um, so I I, I, uh, I appreciate his professionalism on that. Um, he keeps wanting to get me to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Um, what do you think about that, Miles? Like, I can see you getting on a stage and like giving a, you know, just giving a presentation to like small business owners or something like that uh, with a platform that you built. So here's, built. The, here's okay. But the biggest stand-up kicker. comedy. The biggest kicker is time. And what I mean by that is not taking the time to go do a show. It's taking the time to write a stand-up set. That's what they call it as a set. Like I don't know. Okay. I'm just saying that. Okay. I don't know. But I imagine it's something like that. Sure. When I just don't know when I would sit down and perfect something like that. 
Yeah, you would not be able to sit down. And do that. It, it, every single time I do a stand up, it would be different. I feel like because I would just constantly change it. I constantly go off script because it's like this is what comedians do. They come up with a great set, a, an hour set or mm-hmm. whatever, and then they do that set for like an entire year. And then during that year, they do that, but then they also come up with the next year. Yep. Like doing one set for an entire year, I just don't know if I could do it. Yeah. For me, you know, you come up with your set, but it's never going to go exactly as it is on paper. So you got people chiming in from the crowds. And I've noticed, like, I don't watch a lot of stand up, but what I have noticed is that, um, they'll start like interacting with people in the crowd and what they said. And then they'll spin a joke off of that comment. And, um, and that's ha- kind of what we do at bar takeovers. So maybe it wouldn't, True. maybe it wouldn't be so bad or even on the podcast. I mean, yeah. we don't have people like coming in and out bar takeovers we do, but, um, that's the unique thing about it is, you know, I've heard like Joe Rogan or Trevor Wallace talk about like how long it takes them to write a set and you have to perform it and practice it and all this kind of stuff. And that'd be some great behind the scenes content of you practicing a stand up set. I just would bomb. I think <laughs> I think I would just bomb. Uh, you should make that a goal of yours in 2020 to do one stand-up set just well, to see he, how it goes. Uh, Charlie's going to be in the Minneapolis area, and he wants me to come open for him for like a five-minute set. Yeah, I think you could do that. I would be there to support. Miles, I would be in the I would be in the way back be like... You'd be my plant. I, oh, I would just be laughing my ass off. I'd be like clapping and everything and like... You know, I, I'll be there for your sports system. Well, would be that'd be a great bit is you'd be okay. clapping and be like, okay. So Ryan thinks that he's Ryan the t-shirt guy is back in the there. He's the one that's being super annoying with all the clapping and laughing. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's helping me out by being the plant, but in reality, he's just pissing everyone else off around him. So it's making get, other people not want to laugh. Yeah. So can we get security to get Ryan the t-shirt guy out here <laughs> and like actually get, escort you out? I get booted yeah. out, of, out, of, out of miles of stand up bit. That would be great for content. You know, it's or just like a costume and business. Just at every one of my stand-up bits, if if I ever did that, not saying I would, if I had stand-up shows, like my family's there and like make oh. security escort like my mother out of <laughs> the thing is a bit. Like that would be so funny. That'd be uh, epic. That would oh, that would piss everyone off. Yeah. That no one would come watch my shows, which is probably good, and then they can't see me bomb. Right. There yeah, that'd go. be that'd be an interesting uh next family gathering. Uh, all the relatives are asking why, why the hell did you have me escorted out? Yeah. Again, great for content. Yeah. Great content. Everyone else like it's funny except for my family, but not saying, okay, miles, the whole stand a bit, not saying you're going to, but you also said that about you betcha Palooza 2018. Yeah. I think you could tell I was being a little more cheeky (laughs) with that, but yeah. Um, speaking of you betcha Palooza, Ryan, um, we're doing some more details on it. If you haven't got your cornhole tickets for your team, go to uh, the Facebook event. You bet your Palooza 2020. Click on the uh, uh, tickets link. Go to take you to Eventbrite. You'll sign up your tickets. You only need to buy one ticket per team. You'll fill it out. Good to go. February 15th. And uh, we'll be having a good time. This is. I think people are going to be, that came last year, oh. be thoroughly impressed at how much yeah. better the event is run. This year, um, it'd be cool to see some people from bar takeovers too, that we've interacted with in the past. And, um, cause this event, this will be our best event so far. Um, just with like the detail and the planning that has went into it. Um, I think it's going to be, 
well, you know, I'm going to sign up for the cornhole tournament and I'll probably take away the cash prize. Oh, God. What's the cash prize again? $800. Ooh. Think about coming to a, a You Betcha party on the ice. You Betcha Palooza 2020 and walking away with $800. That would be great. That'd be awesome. You're not going to, it's not going to happen for I'm you, I'm not going to walk away with $800. Yeah, we know. The only reason, the only way that's going to work is if I print 2,000 t-shirts. Yeah. Well, I'm not paying the 800 to do that. So you're going to have to print like 20,000 t-shirts to get 800 bucks, Ryan. Oh, man. That's how it goes around here. Um, <laughs> but uh, Slave labor. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, back to the stand-up thing, I just, I don't know. I... I love creating content for the internet. And if I can focus all my time on that. Yeah. And it's not like to make it sound bad because I understand events and understand um, that doing events in person are important for your brand and all that, which we do. But to spend 10 hours working on a video that could get 10 million views or spend 10 hours on a (laughs) stand-up set that's, 300 people are going to see for an hour one time and right. never be able to see it again. Right. As a business guy, that just seems, I don't know. Yeah. I think it comes down to your personal goals and, too. And it's like, it's, and yeah, it's not because I don't think that's like, it's not worth it to do that. It's like, where does my time right now need correct. to be geared towards? Yep. If I had more time, I probably would write a stand up bit and I would do it. Right. But right now it's just like, <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. But. My, Miles sits down on his couch. He uh, pulls up the old Google and he says, how to write a stand-up bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where it starts. Just, just Google. Uh, well, and Charlie said in the interview, Ryan hasn't heard it yet because it just happened yesterday. Um, he said that you write down 25 facts about yourself. Yep. And you take the, one of the facts and you just write a punchline to it. So Ryan can't grow a beard. That's one fact. Okay. And then you write a punchline on top of that. And maybe that is the punchline without even doing it is that you can't grow a beard. Sure. So are you making fun of yourself <laughs> a lot of, the, a lot of the time or. Oh yeah. That's what okay. plays super well, I think. Yeah. And that's kind of what all of our videos in a sense are like we're Midwesterners making fun of Midwesterners a lot of the time, you right. know? Right. And uh, I think that people enjoy that. I enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. I, um, We'll enjoy a banter back and forth of making fun of someone busting each other's balls in yep. a sense. Busting the old um, balls. Yeah. <laughs> busting the old balls. That's a terrible <laughs> phrase, Ryan. <laughs> Let's not do that again. Mm. Oh my God, that's cold. Been kind of slow on the bush lights tonight. I don't know what's going on. Well, after your uh, your long weekend of deer hunting miles, I think it's just... Yeah, I did drink my fair share. Well, that, and I just think you're just so stressed out. Why? Um, that's why I should be drinking more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... We need to... Uh, we what need would to, your stand-up bit be like, Ryan? Dude, I, I was going to... I was going to bring that up. I was going to ask you, Miles... It, I wasn't even going to ask you what would happen if I stood up on stage to do a stand-up bit, but I'm like, I have a really... I have a different style, a different sense of humor. It's very raunchy, and um, I like Ooh. hearing I like hearing cuss words and stuff like that. That if shit gets me to laugh. But all of our female listeners are now excited to uh, <laughs> excited about your stand up bit, Ryan. Yeah, 
as a, as like every every time that you put me on the spot on the podcast, I think that's how I would perform and stand up. I'd just be like, so okay. Uh, here's my question to you: If you're giving a best man best man speech, are you funny or are you sappy? Um, generally, I know you do a little bit of both at at yeah. a, the best. What 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 are you? Are you the funniest? I'll yeah. throw a little. I'll throw a. I'll throw a small joke in there just to get the crowd loosened up. But I won't start the best man speech by saying, "So for those of you who don't know me, <laughs> I'm Ryan, his best friend." I won't start like that. Yeah, right. I swear. You'll freeze up and you'll just go there immediately. Oh, that's hey all guys. I know. Yeah, that's all I know. Um, I might do that. Yeah, if I was given a best man speech, I I couldn't do sappy. Yeah, you're not a sappy guy. No, I. Uh, like my brother got married and uh, we gave uh, me and my other brother gave a little like roast. Sure. It's supposed to be like a groomsman speech. Great. Yeah. But it just was a roast of him. I like that. And like even at the end when we like had to like like we're you basically required to get sappy. We just like barely could do it. Didn't we do something about uh, this might have been leading up to my wedding. But when, didn't we do a bit on the podcast about like the three worst things about best man uh yeah are about weddings and one of them i think was the speeches yeah okay well i think one of us was just like the maid of honor speech yeah i think that might have been mine i don't know so for those of you who don't know me (laughs) my name is that's every every single one so if you're if you're watching if you're listening if you're doing both pick that out next time you go to a wedding it's gonna happen i guarantee you it will happen it will so if it yeah yeah you you know it you get Um, it yeah, so uh, no stand-up in the future for me Yeah, as of now. I haven't really decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, Ryan. I think the world and the genes that you've been given have decided that for you, Ryan. I think so. Um, Ryan, the uh, the sappy guy, as Ryan, I think. Ryan, the sappy, emotional yeah. speech giver. If you need Ryan to recite, re, re, to recite the miracle speech, you got him. You can Herb do that. Brooks, baby. Again. What about the actual speech? Yeah, I don't remember the speech. We'll get a me- okay. So next next podcast, <clears throat> we're gonna pull up the speech and you're gonna do a reading of the speech for us and get everyone pumped up. Okay, deal. So next podcast, that's how we're gonna end this one. Episode 42. 42. Ryan, we may forget about this, but hopefully we don't. Ryan is going to give his best motivational, emotional, yes, uh, Herb Brooks miracle speech that he can live on the podcast. Yep. He's not going to practice it beforehand. Um, and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. I'm going to put myself in that moment at that time. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you him better my come in with like a tweed jacket on to really get into it. Yeah. That'd be pretty epic if I wore his actual <laughs> outfit. <laughs> And then, like, did your hair like him with, yeah. like, the, like, a uh, little, like, line across yep. the forehead? Yeah, yep. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, great. But, uh, great movie. I also just saw that one of the uh, one of the guys who was on the Miracle on Ice team uh, was arrested <laughs> for, like, Published drugs or um, <sighs> being a pedophile or something like that. Pedophile? Really? Yeah, it was something really bad. So he uh, he's not doing too good after that Herb Brooks speech. Well, it it finally wore off, and now he's back to doing bad stuff. Yeah, well, if he just would have waited till episode 42 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. He would have been reignited, and he oh, wouldn't have done that. He would have had another 50 years. Yep. Oh, shh.
Miles, we're really deep in the podcast right now for you to be only doing your second one. Oh my one. God, that's cold. Well, what you don't know is you're going to go home and you're going to watch Netflix with your wife and I'm going to be here grinding till like 10 p.m. So I'm not done. But, <laughs> but Ryan, um, it's it's a shorter podcast in the studio because we had the interview. So that's why yeah. it's all messed up. But yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. As we close out this podcast, we just want to say thank you again to Liquid Ice Energy Drink. Um, they taste great. They give you the boost of energy you need, and they also mix phenomenal with alcohol, um, different types of drinks, um, shots, you name it. You can find them at any gas station. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them at grocery stores. Um, Giveaways every Friday in November. Yep. And uh, all you got to do is go to their social media pages and tag five of the, five of your friends um, to enter. They draw... Um, they basically do a drawing every, every uh, Friday, every the Friday, rest of yep. November, and uh, you can win yourself some liquid ice. I'm sure they also will have some merch that you can win too. I don't, yep. I'm not entirely sure, but um, they, uh, yeah. So you have to go check out their stuff. You have to go um, follow them on social media at Liquid Ice Energy, and uh, basically just win yourself some free liquid ice by tagging five of your friends, letting them know what's up, um, and. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, drinking this ice, ice baby, the rest of the night, so I can get all my work done. Actually, you're gonna grind. Yeah, I've you're been on, I've been on the road. I was on the road yesterday, and now I got to grind the rest of the night. And so I got my liquid ice energy. I'm gonna be ready to rock. Boom. We also like to say thank you to. Hold on, I gotta get a ice, ice, ice baby. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Miles, I I really like this blue one. It just brings mm-hmm. me back to summertime mm-hmm. with the old Chuck Norris's flowing. Yep. And then we'd also like to say thank you to Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Um, they're located in the Heartland. They make handmade, hand-painted wood signs. Um, and if you're watching on the podcast, you can see them in front of us. Um, if you're listening, you got to go check them out on our website, but also on their Etsy website. They have the Nectar of the Gods, You Betcha branded signs, some for fall, some regular ones, blue, orange, match the hunting cans. Um, but they also have like cool op signs and, and outlines of the states yep. and, and stuff in the Midwest. And so go check it out on their website, Etsy.com slash shop slash GDOT Heartland. Again, that's G-D-O-T Heartland at Etsy.com slash shop slash G-D-O-T Heartland. Um, these signs will go great in any room, uh, living room, man cave, garage, bathroom, you name it. It's going to look great. Um, it's going to show off your Nectar of the Gods, Bush Latte pride, but also your Midwest pride as well. And so go check them out on our website. You can buy the signs, but also on theirs. Um so thank you to Gina's Designs of the Heartland. We love seeing them every time we're at we're at an event. They're always um we always have a good time. They've been busy, man. Yeah. I, I I'm in contact with Gina pretty frequently. They're they're busy. Yeah. So keep keep it up, guys. Yeah, for sure. So um with that being said, Ryan, I think you should uh, take us home. Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 41 of the You Bet You Radio podcast. Uh while we enjoyed ourselves a nice liquid ice, we talked a little bit about ice, ice baby. We talked about Miles's stressful weekend deer hunting last weekend. Um I'm on my way, on my way out tomorrow, so 
um, virtually wish me luck. We're going to talk about that next week on the podcast. Um, it's going to be interesting because I, you know, I don't get to one up miles much, but this could be, <laughs> this could be, this is my time. If he, the Herb Brooks speech is coming out. I'm going to come back with a nice whitetail buck. If you get one on Saturday, I'm going to literally scrap <laughs> all my plans for Sunday and just go out and get one. Oh, with one point better. That. I would. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed the uh, interview with Charlie Barons. I feel like there's a lot more content that'll be coming down the road with Charlie. Um, Things have been going really well. The collaborations are awesome. So, thanks again for listening into episode 42. I am Ryan, the T-shirt guy. And I am Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny and your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. That's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.